The music you listen to says a lot about who you are. In this podcast, we discuss what that music is and how it shapes your life. We talk to normal people with a love for music and people that are in the music industry in one form or another. Either way, we want to know your music story. Welcome to Music Musing. And welcome back to Music Musing. Um, got Brent Schlinker on the line again. We're doing our, our continuing series of of covers, sort of. Um, <laughs> very a niche covers, though. It's it's we're, we've picked '80s pop covered by metal, which I mean, I wouldn't have made up this idea. No, I probably would have actually. <laughs> but so we're going to do a slightly different today, and and. We kind of talked about this before we got in, and I'll I'll let you kind of explain the, your idea of what you want to do. But actually, go ahead. You, I'll let you explain what what your idea was, and we'll talk about that. Well, I was just thinking, since the list is so long, we may not yep. even get a chance to talk about all of them, yeah. and a lot of them are very similar. And it just I just dawned on me that I I might need my old brain is slowing down, and I might need to be able to, <laughs> as we mentioned one, maybe we just like pause. And I'll go, I'll listen to it really fast and then have it spark all those things in my mind that I, when I listen to it the first few times and then, you know, and you can go yeah. do your editing magic and we can go from there. That's a great idea. So I do agree with that. I think what we'll do is we'll do a little pause and I'll let everybody know that the, we're going to put all the links to the YouTube videos in, um, actually, I think last time you actually put together a playlist, a YouTube playlist. Are you okay with doing that again and sending that to me? Oh yeah, sure. Yeah. Okay. So I'll put the playlist in there and we'll kind of put them in order of what we talk about them. And when we do our breaks and that'll leave everybody that's listening a chance to go out and listen to it too. So having said that, I think between this one and, um, the, the last one we did, which was the look by Roxette, I feel like I've got more to talk about logistically this time than by song by song. But again, I, there's are some that are going to stand out that I want to talk about, but I think I have some logistics more to talk about this one than, than I do the, the other one. So what do you, we'll, we'll well, first of, of all, what do you mean by logistics? Okay. Well, um, <laughs> structure, um, oh, okay. writing vocals. Okay. Oh, yeah. yeah. All, all the kind of the, the, the insides of the song. Not until the gotcha, song. I, gotcha. Gotcha. Okay. I probably should have started this with the song. So we're doing, it's a classic eighties pop song. Um, by AHA, it's Take On Me, one of the most groundbreaking videos ever created, um, especially for its time. For its time. It really, yeah, yeah it, I think part of the selling point of this song is that video. And I think, you know, when you look at songs like Roxette or, you know, other songs from that time frame, the pop songs of that time frame, a lot of them were semi popular, but this one has gained almost epic, legendary feel to it because of the video because of that video has really drugged people in at that time yeah and it's well not only that it's a good pop tune you know it's a yeah it's a catchy tune people yeah. you know it's people got hooked on it early on and it's been played in a gazillion different movies and i mean it's you, you can't like i don't know anybody that doesn't know a take on me <laughs> yeah. Well, it's on, it's got a good story to, behind it too. I mean, the story doesn't come through near as much in the words as it does in the video, but it still does have kind of like that, that, uh, that lost love romance story and, and the hero falls type of story to behind it too. So I think that appeals to people as well. So, um, so again, what we're doing in this the whole process is taking one of these songs and we're seeking out metal and rock covers for the most part I, I threw a couple odd ones in last time and this time as well of these 80 pop 80s pop songs and 
I won't reiterate the rabbit hole that that Brent seems to go down when he when he when he sees these things, which was the idea for this whole series of the podcast. <laughs> but I'll actually let you start, though. But what did you like? What's what one stood out to you? And possibly why? Or if we want to go to the logistics, go to the logistics first. It's you know, it's just a, there's so many different reasons why different artists cover tunes, right? And yep. and especially cover these popular common songs. And now today too, not to sound not to you know state the incredibly obvious, but everybody can be their own producer. Everybody can be their own video creator. Everybody can be their own publisher their own everything and so everybody is out there doing it which is fantastic and so every yeah. band out there you don't have to have a record deal you don't have to have a record label you you know just a camera and a you know record your songs produce your songs make yourself a video and you can just sort of go for it yeah and which is which is fun because it never dawned on me that any of these metal versions of these pop songs from the 80s even existed which is what sparked the whole idea i'm like oh my once i started discovering them i was like we've got to talk about these because i have nobody to talk to and i know craig needs to talk to me about this i need to talk to so i need to talk to people about music that's what this whole podcast is about no, and, uh, right right yeah and, and this fits in perfectly <laughs> and, and I think you touched on one really good spot there. And there was a couple in the mix and I'm just going to jump into logistics and, okay. and, and, and grab a couple ideas because you actually mentioned this in some of your conversations. We have a, a Google spreadsheet that we're going back and forth on. And you actually mentioned this, that, that some of these kids are, are producing this on their own. And not only that, but they're playing all the instruments. Yeah. You know, we, we we like to go to our, I'm going to get it, try to get his name, right. It's Leo Moraccioli. I'm going to go for that and see, see if I got it right. Sounds good maybe, to me. Maybe he'll reach out to me and tell me. Um, <laughs> he, he does everything. He does the drums. He does yeah. the bass. He's singing he's guitar. Good. He is really good. But there was actually a couple on here that um, you mentioned that the guy, the kid's got a future in, in production. Yeah. And uh, where was that one? I yeah, want to name that, that one off. Uh, where was that one? This guy, da, 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 very nice. To see where, where was that one? I, I don't know one which one it was early, now. One of the, um, Oh, minority nine Oh five. I think, uh, let's see. No, I think that was the one with the kids that I, I kind of touched on the, uh, kids being singers. Oh uh, yeah. Yeah. You're right. Okay. Uh, Oh, Joker's hand. The one Joker's hand. It. Okay. So Joker's hand did a cover. Um, It's not anything standout. And we're going to take a break and listen to it real quick. Um, So this is kind of what we were talking about at the beginning. I'm going to pause for a second. I'm going to pause, you know, behind the scenes. Brent and I are going to go listen to this and we're going to come back and you guys can go listen to this as well. Go listen to it and then come back and we're going to talk about it really quick. So perfect. Okay, so this kid is either like got a family member who like does professional recording or he's put like in his entire life into music and it shows because. Yeah. Wow. Um, it's not a stellar cover. It, it's it's pretty much to the line. There's no keyboard. So he's kind of mixing guitar and he's got pretty good guitar talent, but he is what there's three guitars, two different basses, him playing drums, him singing. Amazing. And bass. <laughs> yeah it, it's amazing yeah yeah it's quite impressive 
to be able to do that and then to mix it and to produce the whole thing all the way through. I mean, yeah, I mean, huge kudos yeah. to that kid. And I think that I've actually played with a, um, with a, what's the video camera that he has on it? God, I always forget the name of those video cameras. The little small ones. He has actually, actually GoPros. Yeah, it's a GoPro. I've oh. actually played with a GoPro on to do recordings for um for the worship team that I played with. We were doing recordings while the pandemic was on. So I've had to play around one of those before. It is not easy. So for this kid to do this and you know work around those, that's amazing. Yeah. Um, but I think it also shows something that I was gonna talk about as far as the logistics go. It's interesting that, you know, we talked early about this being a song that, you know, people have heard hundreds of times and, and covered a hundred times, but these kids are young. I mean, these kids are high school, you know, right out of high school, early college age covering these songs. Yeah. What is the goal? Come on. It's the eighties. It's the golden age of rock and pop rock. Come on. There's no it's better a- decade. <laughs> I, oh boy. <laughs> We're going to have to go on a tangent on that. Um, no, I think, I think though, that you're right. I think that when they start reaching back for things, they're obviously yeah. going to reach back for the hits. And I think that's why we've picked these couple songs for start off because they were big hits when they were out. Um, right. But they're also doing something, I, I'm assuming, that I did when I started a band. When I started looking for songs to cover, I went to what my parents listened to. Right. I, what, I went to what they put on when we put records on in the evening and my dad and my mom would sit around and listen to records in the evening, that's what I heard. I heard Dr. Hook and the medicine show and Sam cook and, uh, you know, Gordon Lightfoot and all those types of bands. And that's kind of what influenced me. So maybe that's what these kids were doing is, you know, <laughs> their, their parents listen to the pop. <laughs> it's gotta be that, or it's gotta be the internet, you know, the age of the internet and all that, but you know, or you go to a wedding as a kid and all the songs you, you get kind of mesmerized by the band that they have there. And they're like, Whoa, they, they, you can actually make money doing this, you know? And then they get all excited about it. And it's like, I want to be in a cover band. Yeah. You know, I mean, maybe not in a cover band, but they go, I want to be in a rock band. What's the fastest way to make money to get a gig. You got to learn a bunch of covers. You, you know? do. That's, that's always how you get started. And then you squeeze in an original in a, in a set here and there, you know, until you start kind of getting it mastered and getting known and build up a following. You know, it's like anything else. You kind of play the hits until you can start making your own. Yeah. It just, I, it was still really weird. Like what's the other one you just talked about? What was the name of it? It was mission one oh, minority, minority nine Oh five. Um, uh, let's actually let's pause real quick and look at that okay. one. I'm gonna pause this minority 905 doing a cover of it. I'm gonna pause real quick. So so wow. Um, <laughs> I don't know if you listen to this with headphones on, but the the you know, mix. I was just gonna say I should probably just put my headphones in. The the, just... the mix is really good on is this it? song. Okay. Like again. You know, I'm looking at kids that are probably, you know, maybe end of high school, maybe early college, yeah. putting this together. And they they put a little bit more of a flare on it than the last one did. Uh, yeah. That baseline drop at the end, it was really nice. Yeah. I like that. But their music actually is good. They have some stops in it, double stops. It's really nice. Yeah. The, the It's mixed extremely well. And and you, you made a comment, man, the, the kid singing was like, I wasn't expecting that to sound so good. I was expecting it yeah. to be really rough. Yeah. But uh, and the kid with the cigarettes. So just I mean, he's just blows me away. 
he's the he steals the show man <laughs> he does steal the show it's what every kid sees his favorite rock star doing right in all the early all the videos and everything and everybody from eddie van halen to, to slash and axel rose oh, and yeah everybody's got a cigar cigar cigarette summer yeah something yeah gotta have something for sure and i just i it just kills me i can remember when i went to malaysia to for work a long time ago the hotel we were in had a cover band and i could swear i was listening to the actual song i'm like these people are faking it these people are, are <laughs> absolutely faking it and they're lip syncing and everything because they sounded every single song and of course every single song that they did was a different band with a different singer but the dude that was singing and then when it was whenever it was a female part they all could make their voices sound exactly like the song and i don't know is it just because karaoke is so popular over there and they just get used to singing all these tunes or what but, well but i mean it's a it's an all-around thing you have to get the guitar tone right you have to get the bass tone right you have to get the drums you know, there's fills in these songs that if you don't get the drum fill right, it's not going to sound like it. People are going to notice the drum fill. Yeah, or the, well, I was the just going to say, I think I think most people don't care. I'll go that far. Well, I'll, that's I'll probably think. true. I probably yeah, care. Yeah. You probably, you and I probably care more than a lot of people do about the, you know, the idiosyncrasies <laughs> of, of a song. But we're we're every cover band's worst nightmare. In yes, the yes, one hundred percent. He totally missed that note, man. One hundred percent. Oh man, you just like described every local show I ever went to. Um, but no, it's a good trade-off though to the next um, idea I was going to talk about. I, I think that making it too close doesn't appeal to me. And yeah, I, I I'm going to step into the Weezer one. I'm not even going to go back into it unless you want to listen to it because yeah. it, it is. I love Weezer. Don't get me wrong. I've yeah. loved everything Weezer's put out. That even some of their sappier bad songs, I still have an affinity for them. This this version is just it's the same song. It's yeah, like it's listening. Just, yeah, it's sleepy. You want it, something that's kind of that you got to there's got to be something in it for at least for me for a cover song. There's got to be something that makes it unique for you as a band. You know, and maybe it's just, maybe it's just me and it's just what I would do if I was going to cover it, you know, I'd do something different. And maybe that's what kind of drew me to even talking about all this stuff is actually hearing some of these bands that have really taken these songs to a whole nother planet. And you're like, oh yeah, that's fantastic. Exactly. Yeah. I think that we'll transition into that in a second, but yeah, I think Weezer has a knack for doing that though. Um, they covered, uh, Africa by Toto not too long ago. And it was the same thing. It was like, is that the, there's times where it comes on and I'm like, is that, is that, is that Weezer or, or is that, is it Toto? Yeah, Toto? Which, which version am I, I listening to? I can't tell which it is. So I, I, I just feel like, and, but I think that's the only one on here. I think everything, even though we had our comments about some of these, you know, versions that were on here, yeah, and we'll, get like, in, <laughs> we'll get to them in a minute, but, um, but they were at least, Un, uh, enough different in certain areas that I felt like they were worth at least listening to, at least running yeah. through, getting some comments on and going back and forth. I really, you know, Weezer will be on the list if you guys want to listen to it, but it's just, it, it's, it is basically the song covered, but they did do what they normally do. They did go and make a really cool video 
with the one of the i think the kid that's setting everything up is the one from um uh stranger things is one ah. of the lead ca- characters from stranger things so getting him dragging him into it and having him do this kind of put a little bit of a stamp on it but yeah. I, I think it was overproduction for nothing so um well, but I guess there's an audience for it, you know, I mean, to get it right and to have it be so similar and all that, maybe, maybe there's just a, a certain crowd for it. That, it's not me, but that's okay. I'm not, but, no judgment but, here. It's just not my gig. But your favorite rat hole side, sidetrack, let's get, let's take a sidetrack on that. It, is it because of their name that they do that? I mean, do, do they think they get away with it because they're Weezer? I don't know because they got the budget and the money to recreate the video since the video and, was so iconic. Maybe that and, was and, what it was all about. Right. And people are going to listen to it because it's Weezer. I mean, if you look at a lot of these other ones on the list, I know two of the bands that did covers on here that I, that I know, like I I've, I've heard of these bands before. Yeah. The other ones are not, but they're different. They've taken yeah. that, that chance and made it a little bit different. So maybe they could get theirs to stick out. So I feel like Weezer just kind of did a, uh, you know, softball pitched a softball and, and hit one out of the park because yeah well that's why we're just gonna go ahead and skip it because right yep max so what <laughs> so what one actually stood out to you as too heavy oh i don't think any of them were too heavy really honestly oh, yeah okay. okay well then you go there you wait like which one do you think was which one do you think was too heavy the guy well i think the the guy screaming at the beginning was a little too 80s for me but <laughs> Um, I'm a sucker for that high, the, the high squeal in the opening, you know, I just, uh, oh, it was, it was 331 E-Rock. Oh, except that's the guy that I also like had to turn can't off watch. the video, could not watch, <laughs> could not watch. Like I literally almost decided I'm just not going to listen to this one. You I'm know what? I, so we're going to pause. We're going to pause. We're going to go look at it. It's 331 E-Rock and Pelic. I'm going to go look at it real quick okay. and yeah. And then we'll come back and talk about it. Yeah. Okay. So, so yeah, this, this, it's like eighties meets, meets new metal. It was, wow. It was, so I, I totally dug the guitar sound. I'm totally into the whole seven string and that, and the, and everything about like instrumentally and the guy sings great, you know, but it, again, it was like eighties Brock. Yeah. It was one of the first, it was one of the first ones that I was listening to in your added list there. And it was just, um, yeah, it was just where I just started getting really tired of hearing, um, a, a metal instrumental with a, a voice that sounds almost exactly like the original song on top of it. I almost, yes. and then, but then he came in and when I saw that, despite the fact that I was way distracted by the video and didn't want to watch it anymore. When he came in with the intro, I was like, okay, now we got somebody who's going to do something different and sing like an actual rock star. And then then he just kind of went south from there. Well, and I think that's one of the things I wanted to touch on as far as logistics go is, is a lot of these, the music, the music was great. The musicians were good. Like you said, you got a, you got a guy who's playing seven string guitar and playing it very well, not overplaying. I hate when guys play metal like that and overplay those songs, run chords the entire time or try and make it sound, you know, too intricate, just, you know, use it when you need yeah. it. And it sounds good. But a lot of these songs were like that. The, the metal came in, 
the double bass came in. Everything comes in at like it's going to be a metal or a rock song. And then you got the guy singing exactly like the the, the line. Right. Uh, yeah. There was one I even mentioned that it was uh, da, 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 da. the last one on the, the list. The Joe Tun, J-O-T-U-N. I won't pause for this one unless you really want to. I know you just kind of listened to him today, but basically it was very, oh, very no, awesome. This, no, this one I listened a few days ago. I started at the bottom of the list and I got through about you, half of them and then I listened to the other half today. You, so. you want to jump to it then and listen to it? Uh, let's do this for now. Okay, it's, it's Joe Tun and it's the cover of Take On Me and we'll break okay. for a second real quick. Okay. Okay, so... I th- did they use the real vocals from the real song on this? Cause <laughs> no, you could tell it wasn't that, but I think this was another one of those moments of, is this my demo reel? And I want to, I want to sing this song on it so I could show somebody some range or. So, uh, so I've heard that people with this, with British accents and different accents, when they sing English music, it's kind of hard to tell they have an accent, but this guy kind of has the hint of the same accent that the original singer does. Yeah, It's hard to tell when I listen to it. I'm like, did they just put music over top of his vocal line? Cause, and then I listened to close and it's, it's a little different, but yeah, I, it's surprising. So many of these did that took that decision. Yeah. To, he's to got, do he, that. he's got the chops. No, uh, no, no knocks on his, on yeah. his, uh, on his cords, you know, in his lungs, he can, he can, he can, he can sing for sure. I liked the instrumental part, but you're thinking this one's too heavy. You didn't like the heaviness of it. I, I, th- I think it's also because of that juxtaposition of the two of, yeah. of giving me the regular vocals and then giving me that, that, that doom metal distorted metal tone and, and to, you know, even dropping a step or, or half a step or a step down to play it in a different key where he's still singing in the same key and, and they're still playing in the same key, but it sounds like that, that low hard metal. Yeah. Unlike the one above it on our list, Trifon, Trifoon, whatever it is, that one is gets my vote for the best metal version of this song. Um, I I know we're pausing a lot, but I'm going to pause again and let you go listen to it. It's Trifon. Yeah, I was going to say it because I'll need to listen to this one again. Yeah, sure. but we'll, we'll pause again and listen to this one too. Okay. I just want to listen to the whole thing all the way through. I know. It's, <laughs> I'm like, well, I'm not going to stop it. Yeah, He's going to tell me to stop. Good. I'm not stopping. I, I, I haven't quite formulated an opinion yet. Craig, can you hold on? Let me just finish finish it out. <laughs> so, I, yeah, no, I know. I, but that's that's the way it makes you feel. Is That's why I felt so good about this one is, you know, it felt like a metal version of this song. A yeah. true metal version of this song. Oh, yeah. Yeah, without, um, a, this is, without a doubt. Yeah. This isn't the one that I like the solo the best on, but the solo was pretty good in here. It was very close enough to the song to recognize it, but still metalized, you know, turned into a metal song. But yeah, his voice in this and the backing yeah. growls. and Oh man, this was this was the highlight of the, the metal versions for me. Oh, without doubt. Yeah, these these guys, they're, they're definitely skilled, but they, the production is just classic. hard metal and the thing that i hear in this one and i heard it in some others and maybe we'll talk about it when we get to a couple of the other tunes but there's some sort of jingling going on everybody's everybody's adding some sort of like chime chimey dingy bells or something and it's like 
I didn't hear it the first few times when I started listening to it, but now that I have the headphones on, I'm hearing it in this song now. And I'm just like, ah, it's not later on. It's early on in the song. Is it, it's like, is it really in the original? Famous? Maybe it is. And maybe that's why people think they need to put some sort of little chimey, like bells things in there. I don't know, but it's, it it's, really weird how I just sort of picked that up this morning on one of the last couple songs that I heard. I kept listening and I'm like, God, maybe my speaker's busted or maybe there's like some noise going on in outside my office or something. And then I kept putting my ear up to it and it was a totally different version. Now I'm listening to this one. And in the first, like in the first 30 seconds minute of it, I started hearing it again. And I'm like, Oh my gosh, my maybe my hearing is just going bad, and everybody's gonna put in the comments. You're, you're, well, that's lost, probably true. I mean, if they, mind, if they do that, you'll know. I'll have to go back and listen to them again. But well, I, but I, I, side note on this, um, this particular version, it was one of the only ones that both led in, faded in, and faded out. Mm. A lot of these started with the the drum beat and the minor chord, <clears throat> yeah, which I like, and I was actually going to talk about that at some point in time. Some of these didn't start with that intro minor chord and it drives me nuts because that's like the key part of setting up the song. It, it's setting you to think that it's going to be something weird. And then it brings you up to that happy part of the story, which right. is what the kind of the story is supposed to be. Yeah. Um, and then you get that minor at the, in the middle again, towards the end where the solo is. And that's where the, you know, the action takes place in the actual video where, you know, he, he's being attacked and get helps her escape. So I, I'm I kudos to the guys that took that into consideration when they did that and played that opening chord, you know, downer to the guys that didn't. Uh, <laughs> minus uh, one to you people. Minus yeah, minus one. one. <laughs> so what else stood out for you in some of these? Um, uh, let me get back to the list. Uh, I well, okay. So I don't think we've touched on this yet. Um, um, but the in early on in the list, like, so when I first started putting the list together, so mm -hmm. I put in like three or four and then you put in like 32. <laughs> and I, <laughs> I did, you told me to go down a rabbit hole. I went down it. <laughs> I, you know, I'm totally good with that. I dig the rabbit hole, but yeah. The, so, but the first, the first two or a couple that I listened to after Weezer, um, was, um, they were like ska versions of the song. And I was like, okay. I like where these people are going with it, you know, I, because I, that's that total change we were talking about, right? Like a completely different style. And I could go into styles too with the other one. Like some of these people are like calling their stuff punk. I saw yeah. it in the title and I'm like, yeah, no, dude, you've never heard punk before. If you, if you think what you just did is punk. <laughs> not even close. You, you're not, you, you've been listening to too much Green Day or something. You don't know punk, man. <laughs> I saw that and I'm like, yeah. He's spot on on that one. This guy has no <laughs> idea what punk it. Well, and I thought maybe it was maybe a translation thing. Like, you know, we talked last time about, you know, yeah. the look being, you know, it's, I don't know if it was a Scandinavian, I think was where the original was. And then you had a lot of foreign They're Swedish, Swedish. And you had a lot of foreign people covering as well. That might not be that English might not be their native language. And that might be it. He might, you know, that might be their translation of rock is punk. And they might think that way, but Man, yeah. it was a long stretch. I mean, it, it's like it's like country and metal. I I feel that's a pretty long stretch. Punk and, <laughs> and what this is is pretty far off, even if you play it in a in a metal version. Um, Both kinds of music, country and western. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> no, but I think you're so the I think you're talking about the real big fish one. Um, yeah, which, yeah. Well, real big fish, and then there were, I think there was one other one that there was uh, another one that was a different genre. They used the uh, rockabilly or the um, old style kind of 
pop 50s sound to it, which was... Yeah, it was a little bit of doo-wop thrown in there. Yeah, New Old Stock was the other one. It was like a swing jazz feel to it. Um, uh, But the Rubik Fish one was one that... So I I still, you know, talk to my brother occasionally about music when we get a chance to. And I told him what we were doing on this one. He's like, well, you got it. And he immediately replied with this one. I guess this is like one of... This is like one of his standout covers that is like top of his list all the time. So I had to put it on here. And not only that, For I sure. remembered it. Like it's something that was played in that time frame on the radio when I was listening to the radio once or twice. Plus it's kind of in the genre that my wife loves. Squirrel Nut Zippers, Real Big Fish, those type of bands, those, you know, yeah. ska uh, playing uh, cake. She likes cake because there's horns in it. I mean, she likes those bands oh, that use that traditional ska horns, feel yeah. with the horns. Yeah. So it, it came up and I'm like, oh, yeah, I remember this cover now, but I had, didn't think about it after. But yeah, this is exactly what we're talking about is it's not metal. It's not kind of the the idea that you were searching for, but it is definitely different. They They made it their own. Oh, yeah. And when you go down these rabbit holes, you're looking for the metal ones. But every once in a while, you'll stumble across a completely different genre. And you're like, oh, but that's really cool. <laughs> yeah, they did a really good job. <laughs> they did a great job with that, right? Or yet, like, it just wouldn't even have crossed my mind to do the song in that version or or think of a band, you know, covering, like thinking of an obscure band and saying, wow, I wonder what would happen if they covered this yeah. song. You know, yeah. that kind of thing. And then all of a sudden you run into something like Real Big Fish and you're like, oh, that's what it would sound like. If Real <laughs> that's Big what Fish exactly what it would sound it. like. <laughs> yeah, but I, I'm actually going to um, to jump us off for a second and listen to that old new old stock version. Oh, okay. um, so I'm going to pause, let everybody listen to the new old stock uh, cover of Take On Me and we're going to come right back. I love creating a music musing podcast. It lets me see how music affects people in different ways. We're always looking for interesting guests, so if you know someone in the music industry or someone who really has a great music-related story, reach out to us at musicmusingfeedback at gmail.com. This podcast is produced out of my pocket, so if you want to help with that process, we also have a Patreon at patreon forward slash musicmusing. You can join for as little as a dollar a month, and we have some cool behind-the-scenes pictures and stories and even a sticker. You could even co-host a show idea that you have rolling around in your head. And lastly, please leave us a great review on whatever platform you listen to your podcasts on. It helps us reach out to more people who may enjoy these conversations. Thank you for your time and back to the Music Music Podcast. I just, I'm a, I'm a huge, uh, you know, Stray Cats fan. Yeah. Like, you know, when, um, when they first came out and hit the scene, it was pretty much probably the first time I'd ever heard that. And for them to all of a sudden be popular and be played on the radio with a whole bunch of other stuff to be introduced to that rockabilly style sound like that was just, to me, it was super cool. The stand up bass, the, you know, Brian Setzer on his guitar and having it be just three guys and the drummer with like what? A, uh, a snare, a hi hat, and yeah, a, a four kit and a bass, yeah, like, and that's it, <laughs> and it just, and then they're crushing it with this big sound. Yeah, I, so, I think that I, I was actually going to mention that that Straight Cats, I think, have cornered the market on that that sound, popular wise. But these guys are good. They these do. guys, yeah, yeah, they really, 
they've got the feel, obviously the, the Rocky Billy feel and the, the straight cats type of feel, but they really took this song and made it. I could have, if this was the original song, I wouldn't have thought different. It would, I wouldn't even blink an eye if somebody would have sent me this and said, Hey, this is an original song by new old stock. I'd have said, yeah, that's great. It sounds amazing. You know, and then if I would have heard the aha version, I'm like, wait a minute, that's a cover. Oh no, the other one's a cover. But these guys were really good. I was yeah. really impressed. And, you know, I, again, we were trying to keep with the metal covers of, of how far they would stretch it. But this one really just took it in a different direction. I'm, I'm glad, kind of glad we put those two on there and talked about them. Oh yeah, I'm, I'm really glad. I mean, I, you know, come on. I mean, it was the metal stuff that kind of drew me into this whole yeah. concept in the first place, but I love all types of music genres. And so squeezing a couple other ones in here every now and then is okay by me. Well, but I think that that's kind of the exercise though, is, is we're, we're, we're realizing that there's a lot of these songs out there that were popular songs that are getting covers that just aren't getting heard. Yeah. And I actually got challenged. Mike Simmons had me on a, uh, what's the, the, the new platform that everybody, Clubhouse. Mike Simmons had me on a Clubhouse not too long ago. And uh, we got the, towards the end and we were talking about creativity, but we got towards the end. He's like, okay, you got to talk about music because you know you don't know about music. And there were a couple of people in the room and we were talking about music. And I said that I, I think rock is dead right now. And I think that music that, that is charged is dead right now that, you know, you don't have a rage against the machine. You don't have that. And I got challenged by somebody in the room that said, you know, it's out there. I, I think you just need to search for it. And I'm like, oh, okay, I get it. You have to search for it, but it just, it's not in your face like it used to be. And he said, well, I think if you looked out there, there's a lot of it. And I did, I actually went and started listening you know, it, there's not a lot of rock that, that does that, but there's a lot of pop. There's a lot of hip hop that it is really speaking towards the Black Lives Matter movement. They're taught, speaking about, you know, minority issues and, and stuff like that, that I just don't look at. And that's what the way I feel about this is. Yeah, these are some of these are great covers. Some of these are amazing covers that will probably never get heard other than when you do stuff like this. <laughs> right, right. Oh, for sure. Like I had never heard of the of Leo before. And, uh, you know, when I just first started, you know, looking for the different songs, he just showed up. And so he was in my playlist that I was listening to over and over again. And you were like, oh, yeah, I know about that guy. And I'm like, what? How does anybody I, know about this guy? About four <laughs> or five years ago, he did Sultans of Swing. And I, 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 I was looking for that song and it came up as one of the, you know, on the right hand side, it tells you, Hey, this is the, this, this is what you're looking for. And it was a cover version of it. I'm like, Oh, I'll listen to that. And then I went down his rabbit hole, like hard, like yeah. he's got a lot of, some of his are mediocre. Some of them are kind of corny and driving <laughs> us to watch him. But yeah, I, I had found out about him, but like I said, some of this stuff is never going to get, maybe never get heard again. Right. I mean, you know, like those, the first kids we talked about, the ones in doing the, um, the minority 905, yeah. Are they, are they a band? Are they actually going to make it somewhere? Who knows? But yeah, th it was a standout thing that we, we talked about. So it's yeah. nice to have these conversations. So, Oh yeah, for sure. I mean, yeah. and there's, there's a couple other ones that stood out too. Like I, I noticed you enjoyed the, uh, the, the medley of different versions, uh, the, the comedy troupe. <laughs> I actually wasn't going to bring that up, but since you did, <laughs> Well, I think I think he did in minor clips what we were look, talking about with Real Big Fish and and um, yeah, uh, new old stock. They, they they he really kind of took what it would sound like to be that way. Obviously, way over the top. Uh, what we were, what was his what we were talking about it was it was Anthony Vincent the one? Yeah, no. <clears throat> yeah, yeah, that's him. 
Anthony Vincent and I, I'll the the links up. I'm not going to go back into it, but yeah, it was nah. really just a nice step away from it. So. it. It was good. It just reminded me of there. There is a comedy act out there that does that four chord joke. He's like, Hey, you know, it's like, it's like four yep. of those guys. Yeah. Have you seen that oh, bit yeah. that they do? Like they got so popular and famous with that bit. They were on all the late night talk shows back in the day and everything doing every single song written in the seventies and eighties were all the same four chords. And the guy's like, prove it. And so he starts playing the four chords and they sings like what, 20 different songs over the top of those yep. four chords. Yeah. It was, it's, is it's, it the Paco Bell cannon chords? Because I've heard that one too, where he basically oh, goes over uh, Paco Bell's canon chords and shows all the songs that are written over top of those as well. Yeah, but I'll see. If, me. I'll see if I can find those two links and put them in the, the list as well. Yeah. But I do need to to make a, a quick comment on uh, Banana Talica or Metallorama. <laughs> I I am totally voting for those to be actual band names in the future. Those have to be band names in the future. You're going to have to tell them it's Rocket Girl. So anybody click, click the link for that one to totally get your, your, get your, get your banana, but, but, banana but, It Look, uh, so again, it kind of goes, circles back to that, um, that what we talked about, the younger people doing this. And yeah. I, I think this is the one that we're two Asian girls and one. Asian guy, I think. Yeah, guy on the drums. And then they never show the guitar player, which made me start to think, I wonder if they took one of the backing tracks from one of the other metal versions. Because if you if you dive really deep into the rabbit holes of each one of these, one of these guys sells his backing track or cuts it loose for free. I don't know what it was. I didn't look that closely, but he does his whole backing track. If you watch the video, one of them is playing both. I think the girl playing bass is actually playing guitar as well. So, but they don't show her in long shots playing the guitar. They just show her in close-up shots, but I can't tell if it's her or a guy playing. So it's close, but regardless, this kind of took that, that feel of you're right. Bananarama, it really comes out in this obviously because (laughs) it's a female singing the vocals, but she almost took it K-pop sounding. Like she really kind of took that K-pop idea sound to it, but it's put to metal. So I don't feel they mixed, but again, it was another one of those ones that just really took a a good turn. It took a a good outside feel of that song. Yep. It's, it's interesting to get the different vocal take on it, even though it was still really kind of close to it, but to get the two females and all of that, you know? Yeah, it was good. It just, it just made me chuckle when I was, when I was watching it, just thinking to myself, okay, what's a, what's a really popular, what, which, which, you know, pop, band of the 80s do i remember and i'm like oh my god bananarama that's their bananarama that's who these people are oh uh, yeah it was uh yeah oh yeah, yeah. there's there was a couple of i don't know how much time we have left oh, we got um, plenty of time this. okay it's at least were, two more there were a couple other comments i wanted to make on some of these oh only two you're going to limit me well I'll, no I'll, no 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 i, I i'm not going to limit you but I, I think i know which two you'd like to talk about oh okay the Hidden well, Citizens one, I think, is one you want to talk about. Okay. The epic trailer style version. Oh, yeah. Okay. That's one. Sure. Sure. Let me. You, we're going to have to take a break yep. on this because I want to listen to it again. Yep. Okay. Let's pause and listen to it. Okay. <laughs> okay. So, so tell me why you put this on there, Brent. <laughs> Oh, I didn't put this one on there, did I? Did I? Was I, I think you did. did. You were the oh, first I one did. to comment on it. Was so, it me? oh, okay. Well, then. Oh, yeah. It's towards the top there. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, 
I have a, a newfound respect for the orchestrators of soundtracks and that whole emotional orchestrated uh, what do you trailer style music. I, 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 will, I will tell you that this is the only one on the list other than the funny one with the guy doing the different uh, versions. This is the only one on the list that I went back and listened to twice because honestly, and I'll tell you what the first thing that came out of my mouth was this is a video game trailer soundtrack. This is, this is, this is when I, I, I've seen a lot. Okay. I've got a friend who actually kind of mediates blizzard. They, they do their video outputs of their games and he's kind of like the art director for it. And I've seen some of his stuff and some of his stuff having this music behind it is exactly what he's doing. And I see this a lot when you see trailers for video games, the big, long, you know, 45 second or a minute and a half ones that they do at the big shows and stuff. Yeah. yeah. This is exactly what I heard out of this. It's exactly what this is. And you have no idea if you've never gone down this rabbit hole before as a musician. Oh my. It, It is like, there are some, um, arrangers, writers, producers out there. Like, so how I went down the rabbit hole was, and I, I wrote it in the notes, is that I was looking for music for when I put the end of year videos together for my kids' swim team, at, or the yep. high school swim team, right? And so I would I, I would put this, that same kind of dramatic music underneath it, you know, the trailer, the theme, and the kids would roll their eyes at me, Dad, why are you doing this again? I'm like, isn't it awesome? <laughs> it's so great. <laughs> well, and we'll take that sidetrack really quick. It's also a big, it's a huge crescendo. Yeah. And I think that's what sells both trailers, both um, game trailers, both ideas like what you're talking about, where you're building up to something where you show maybe the start of the season and then the mid season. And then when they get to the finals and you're showing. Yes, that exactly. And, you're and, telling and a story. A, and I'm a sucker for that anyways. I mean, everybody's heard Stairway to Heaven a million times, but that song still appeals to me because it's a huge crescendo to that last, that last verse chorus at the end where you're building up the entire six minutes of that song to that last 45 seconds of that heavy beat. And I think that's what appeals to me about this is why I went back and listened to it twice. Yeah. A a couple that you should go and listen to, and I'm sitting here racking my brain trying to think of the names of some of these guys that do this, but um, there is a woman that does the vocals. I don't know who produced the whole thing, but they got a very popular, um, vocal who sings in the same style as this hidden citizens, like uh-huh. a very echoey, very, very airy, but beautiful, beautiful tone to her voice. And she does Phil Collins in the air tonight. And oh, they, man, I gotta and, find they that one. <laughs> and they produced and, and they produced this specifically for like the NBA finals. I oh, think it was, gotcha. or, or, or maybe it was for the, um, the NCAA tournament or something like that. One of these past years, but, um, and that was the bed they used underneath it. But if you just, if you just listen to that song, it is, it totally is, it will, it'll blow your mind. It's the, super, super cool. So first off this, this version wasn't, wasn't, it, it hit me kind of strange because again, we went down the metal hole, <laughs> metal rabbit hole for this whole idea. And to have that thrown on there was a little bit of a shock because I know that one of the, a lot of the ones you pick were metal and I'm not saying it's a bad thing. I'm just saying that that's, you know, it's yeah. what we, we started this whole idea with, but to have that on there and go, wow, he's really digging deep. And this is amazing. 
I I am in love with it. So I'll probably be down that rabbit hole next week. Yeah. Oh, you you got to. And yeah, and for just I think I even have a playlist of all of the really cool songs there. And you know what's funny is that I actually have some of these orchestrated. Some of the guys they, they do albums like these guys have yeah. done like 30, 40 albums of just these orchestrated movie trailer type tunes. And I have some of them in my regular playlist that that just goes through my regular Spotify playlist. I think I will be as they're, well. I, but I think the other good. one you're going to want to talk about is the Northern Kings. Oh my uh, gosh. Yes. The, <laughs> the Black Oak Ridge boys. I knew that. <laughs> I knew that. The, the Black Oak. Okay. You got Black Oak Ridge boys. You got Metal Oak Ridge boys and you got reminiscent of Striper, which is just bad enough for me to, to, to want to make you talk about it at this point. So. <laughs> so it's reminiscent of Striper in the way that they, orchestrate well, the music okay, hold, and hold his voice oh we'll do a break uh, we, we gotta go listen to it again because okay. i'm not as familiar with this one i might have turned it off really quick because <laughs> i don't know but it's northern king's take on me version we're gonna listen to it okay here we go yeah i remember now and you're gonna oh. you love this one for the oh sorry are we back yeah, we're back. Oh, okay. Yeah, sorry. I I know you love this because that is like that cinematic swell, right? The dropout in the spot. Well, let's yes. start at the beginning. Yeah. So so this song is, and I, I'm going to coin the phrase for it because, you know, we, we talk about these a lot of being metal or, or, you know, new metal and stuff. This is the prog rock version. This is the, this is the Hall of the Mountain that? King, the, uh, you know, what's it? Why am I blanking on that? trans-siberian orchestra this is this is that version of it this is that you know melody vocals that still sound heavy and the breakdown okay you can talk about the breakdown so go for it oh no i mean that was your favorite part man but i'm just like it is it's just like you gotta love it when bands do that and i have always been a huge fan of bands when they hit that one spot and they just stop and there's nothing and then that they come back in big fan of that in general and these guys crushed it they and, yeah. but it and it, it's even cooler when it's done really well when you when they drop out but they don't drop completely out there's just one like pedal tone that just sits they sit on it for a little bit and then it kind of builds it gets quiet but it's still there right you know? and then they kind of and then that's where the the silence and the swell builds i love that always yeah, sab- sabotage always is where i was going sabotage uh, has that King Crimson feel, um, dream theater. It's very, very, dream uh, theater. yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 So when it, when it, when it first came on, I'm like, oh man, this is going to be, you know, I'm not a huge fan of that kind of stuff because you really got to love it to love it. Um, because there's like, you know, 14 and 18 minute songs that, that are acclaimed. But when it got to the the dropout at the, in the middle, I'm like, oh, I'm hooked. I, yeah. I'll, I'll stay with this one. <laughs> well, I got to admit, I got to admit, when I when it first came on, I was like, yeah, because it's heavy, you know. And yeah. I, I hadn't. I was. We were. I. I think I'd just gotten through listening to the the ska versions or something, you know. And then all of a sudden, I'm like, oh yeah, I think I found one. I think I found one. And it, but then when his voice came in, I was not immediately hooked with the voice because it did trigger. I don't can't remember the who's the guy that sings sings for Striper, but the oh, whole uh, yeah I can't think of his name off. Uh, oh, you're gonna he was go touring ahead. with Boston for a while. Yes, doing, exactly. Yes, yeah. Um, which is why I thought you would totally know because yeah. you're a huge fan. <laughs> yeah, I'm I'm looking it up because I just it Michael Sweet. I knew it had oh, some weird right. name in it. Yeah, yeah. No, but I mean, but it's not. I don't. It's like 
it wasn't in a bad way. Yeah. It just like, I don't know what happened to the music, but what the music, it lost some, they took out too many layers. I think when the vocals came in, maybe that's what hit it for me. Yeah. Um, and, and then, and then his voice came in and, and it sounded so much like him. But then once the rest of the song all came back in and the other voices started coming in, I was, I was like, fine. And then that dropout hit and I'm just like, yeah, this is, this is good. <laughs> This, this is good. They got me sold. But so let me um, also just kind of toss in here sure. too. One of the other fun things about listening to this stuff is I don't often take the time to look deeper into each one of the artists to see what else they do and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. But this isn't actually like a band. These four guys that are on the screen are all singers. So it's like a boy band. It's like a metal boy band what? or a metal man band. Yeah. And then they have, they have a big backup orchestra type thing that they play but these are these are all four vocalists so what? the whole entire song is all four of the vocalists taking uh, different parts i was gonna say i did notice a cut early in the song like when it first starts singing that it sounds like the second line was a, a recut like where they went back and recut and put something in and it wasn't done well but it's because somebody else is singing it makes total sense now wow i, I had no idea yep and four they, lead and, singers and look they're finnish <laughs> they're from finland interesting yes. Well, that's where all the dark metal comes from. Something about the Northern European countries, man. I'm telling you, they Frog like and dark metal. <laughs> yeah, like the the heavy, heavy metal stuff. Like, yeah, it's it's alive and well oh, up there. Their first single was needed. We don't need another hero. Oh man, I might have to go out. The rabbit hole initiated. The rabbit hole engage. <laughs> so so we, we've kind of beat this one down. Um, what's right. our next one? You you had two on the list that I kind of put off do you remember what they were oh uh, well i had so one the one that pops to mind right away but and i, I don't even know if we should do it because i couldn't find any more but devil okay. went down to georgia yeah yeah what's the other one i don't know did i have another one I don't you, you had two because you were so excited oh, about it i'm gonna have to go back and look through the chat and see if uh see mm. if i can figure out what it was yeah maybe I, I didn't kinda... go down far enough down that rabbit hole i can't think of it off the top of my head <laughs> maybe, but... maybe i i cut it a little short because i i really wanted to do aha as as a as a as a cover originally anyways that was kind of one of the things that i wanted to do um and then oh, yeah. when when you picked rock set i'm like oh no that's a really good one to, to, to start off with first uh yeah so no it'll be great it'll be great so i and yeah we don't have to do devil went down to georgia i it was just fresh in my mind because nickelback just released their cover a few months back of it and all that kind of stuff i I found it it's johnny be good oh yeah which is is an older song not in the pop 80s but probably has a lot of good covers on it so i'll I'll, we'll kick that around we'll see if that's what we want to stick with or if we want to stick with the 80s pop and we'll be back with another one Brent, thank you for coming on. Thank you for the idea. Appreciate your time and talking about this. Absolutely. It's tons of fun for me. And I I know we're both learning and development people, but where can people find you personally? Personally, hit me up on B Schlenker, B-S-C-H-L-E-N-K-E-R, just about anywhere on all the social medias, or they can hit us up on the learntrain.community. That's right. Cool. Thanks, man. I appreciate it. All right. Talk to you soon. Talk to you later, man. Yep. Thank you for choosing Music Music. We hope this story not only gave you a little insight to what music means to someone, but it may also change how music fits into your life. So be sure and drop us a line at musicmusingfeedback at gmail.com and let us know your music story. 